I'm standing at a window outside of Joe Biden's basement. I have a little folding chair, and I'm going to set it up so I can sit down. There. That's pretty comfortable. I want to ask Mr. Biden a few questions, so I'm going to try to get his attention. Mr. Biden? Mr. Biden? Can you come over to the window? I want to talk to you. Can you hear me, Mr. Biden? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Of course I can hear you now that you woke me up. What do you think happens when you yell at someone in their basement? You know, that's not right to wake someone up from a nap. And I was having the best dream ever. I was sitting in the Oval Office, and I was president. And I was thinking that I finally made it after all these years. And no one thought I'd be president, especially my old boss, Barack Obama. He thought Hillary was better, but I wanted to run. But he said I couldn't, and I didn't like that. So she ran, and she lost to that guy with the orange hair. Can you believe that? Everybody said she was going to win easy, but she lost. But the way she talks, you'd think she never lost. But I guess I showed them, didn't I? Because now I'm running for president, just like it should have been the last time. Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, I'm sure it was a wonderful dream. But the election hasn't been held yet. I know that. Don't you think I know that? But the polls all say I'm going to be president, not that orange-haired guy Trump. So I can have my dreams, can't I? Of course you can, Mr. Biden. Of course you can. Look, I'll let you get back to your dream in just a few minutes, Mr. Vice President. A bad dream for America if it comes true. What did you say? Did you say a bad dream? No, Mr. Biden, you misunderstood me. I don't think I said that. Well, you better not, or I won't talk to you. I don't have to talk with you, you know. It's just that it, it gets a little lonely down here sometimes in the basement when there's no one to talk to. I'm supposed to be doing debate prep. You know, reading the answers to the debate questions. Reading the answers, Mr. Biden? You, you don't have the questions, do you, Mr. Biden? No one gave you the questions in advance, did they? No, no, of course, I don't have the questions. These are pretend questions, and I'm working on my pretend answers. If that damn Chris Wallace wasn't asking the questions in the first debate, if the moderator was one of my friends in the media, I'll tell you a little secret. I would have the questions, and I would have all of the answers written on my little teleprompter, and then you'd see how well I could answer questions. Can I tell you something? Answers are a lot easier when you have the questions in advance, and I should know. But I'm not telling you how I know, because that's a secret. Mr. Biden, I think we've all seen you reading the answers to questions on the teleprompter. So I think we know that you know some of the questions in advance. It's a little obvious, Mr. Vice President. Well, it may be obvious to you, but nobody else noticed. That's what my people tell me. You know that Chris Wallace works for Fox News, don't you? And I hate Fox News, especially that guy Hannity and Tucker, too. And I really hate Laura Ingram. I hate all of them. And when I get elected, I'm going to have the FCC shut them down, maybe. Or maybe we can write a bill to get rid of them, and I'll sign it. And then they'll be gone. And I'll never have to worry about any opinions I don't like anymore. Bernie Sanders tells me all the time that we should get rid of Fox News, and he says he'll help, 
He says they should all be unemployed and looking for jobs, especially that guy Greg Gutfeld. He hates him. Bernie says Gutfeld thinks he's funny, but he isn't. But you should hear what AOC wants to do to the people at Fox News. I don't even want to tell you that. But she says that when she wins the 2024 election for president, there's going to be a lot of changes. And then she laughs. And I don't like the way she laughs. It's very creepy, you know. I sure hope she doesn't catch me talking to you. I get afraid of her sometimes. But that Rashida Tlaib and those other squad members, they can be really scary, too. You should see the way they act when they're together and the things they say. I hope you never find out. So, what do you want to talk about? Well, I'd like to talk to you about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Mr. Vice President, the Supreme Court Justice. I think it was terrible that she just passed away, and I was wondering how you feel about it. Would you like to say a few words? Oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I liked her. It's a terrible thing that she died. She was a great woman. I knew her, you know. I didn't talk to her much. She liked to talk to that other Supreme Court guy, Scalia. Yeah, Antonin Scalia. And he was a conservative, but she still talked to him. I don't know why. All I know is that she didn't talk to me much. She never said why. She just smiled at me a lot. Whenever I would try to talk to her, she would smile and then look at that guy Scalia, and they would laugh. You know, I don't like talking to conservatives anymore. When I was a senator a long time ago, I used to talk to Republicans, and we used to talk about a lot of different things. But then something happened, and we stopped talking as much. I think it was when Ronald Reagan was president. A lot of senators liked Ronald Reagan, but they hated him, too. People in the media really hated him, but regular people liked him, especially the voters. Democrats, too. And they elected him twice. And the second time he was elected, it was like everybody voted for him. It was a landslide. So that's when we weren't allowed to talk to them so much. Now, Tip O'Neill, he was a Democrat, and he was the Speaker of the House. And he spoke to Ronald Reagan a lot. And sometimes he even helped him pass legislation. But then he wrote a book saying how much he hated him. I never could figure that one out. But Teddy Kennedy and Ronald Reagan, they did some legislation together, and everyone was mad at Kennedy for doing it. And maybe that's why Tip O'Neill got mad. It got so confusing back then. You didn't know who to hate. Today, you just hate everybody on the other side. But even though we hated each other back then, we could still talk to each other, and we could make deals too. That's what politics was all about, hating each other and making deals. Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Scalia, they didn't agree on anything, but they liked to argue about issues, and they talked about other things, too, and they respected each other, too. They talked to each other a lot. Did you know that they talked about opera? Come on, man. Who talks about opera? Nobody talks about opera. If that's all she liked to talk about, I wouldn't even want to be friends with her. I don't even know any opera singers. I could talk to her about Tommy Dorsey, or maybe Frank Sinatra, or maybe even Ike and Tiny Turner. I like them, especially Tiny. She can really sing. But opera? I thought Supreme Court people were supposed to talk about laws. You know, I used to be on the Senate Judiciary Committee. I was the chairman of it, and that means I ran it. 
I don't know why they put me there. I don't even like opera. Do you remember that guy, Robert Bork? Teddy Kennedy and me, we really got him, didn't we? And we were so mean to him. And he was qualified, too. But we attacked him. And personally, too. Some people thought it was terrible. But we didn't care. As long as we win, we'll destroy anybody who gets in our way. You Republicans never get it. Republicans have all of these rules, and they like to do everything by the rules. How can you win when you play by a bunch of silly rules? Trump gets it, though, and that's a problem. He fights back, and we hate that. And other Republicans are starting to fight back, too. They need to stop that, or voters might wise up, and that would hurt Democrats. And then there was that black guy, you know the one, the guy with the funny name. Clarence, that was the one. Clarence. Was he named after that angel in that Jimmy Stewart movie? The one where it was snowing and he jumped off a bridge and he got to see what things would be like if he was never even born? And then Donna Reed saved him when the bell rang on the Christmas tree. That angel was named Clarence, but he wasn't even a lawyer, so he couldn't be on the Supreme Court. But you never know because angels can do pretty much anything they want. It's like it used to be for Democrats before Donald Trump and Fox News ruined everything. Anyway, this guy Clarence Thomas, he was nominated. But then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this woman who used to work for him, she said that he said some dirty things to her, and she didn't like that. This guy Clarence never had anyone anywhere say anything bad about him in his whole life. Just this one woman, Anita Hill. That's who she was. His record was so clean, we couldn't find anything bad about him. I remember everyone tried to find out something, but we couldn't. We just couldn't find a single thing bad about him in his whole life. But then this Anita Hill woman came forward and said these bad things about him. I don't know if you know this or not, but back then, I didn't believe her. Not a word. Don't tell her I said that because I don't want to make her mad. Did you know that she said that she's still going to vote for me? Well, she is. She's voting for me. I knew she couldn't stay mad at me. Nobody can stay mad at me because I'm so likable. I really am. Ask anybody. I'm not like Hillary. Nobody liked her, but everyone likes me. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to be president, at least for a little while, until they do that 25th Amendment thing. They don't think I know about that, but I do. And I have a plan to make it so they can't get rid of me. What plan is that, Mr. Biden? I can't tell you about it now. Remind me to tell you about it later on. You know, AOC says we should never talk to Republicans. They're the enemy. And she says we all need to be radicals against Republicans because they want all of us to die from global warming or the coronavirus. She gets really mad when anyone talks to Republicans. I hate it when she gets mad because she yells a lot and she says things that are very mean. I don't like mean people. I try never to make her mad. I try to do everything that she tells me to do, and Bernie too. So, Mr. Biden, don't you think it's terrible that President Trump is going to try to appoint the Supreme Court justice before the election? Don't you think he should wait until after the election? Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, did you hear me? Yeah, I heard you. I was thinking. I'm thinking that it's time for a little truth on that subject. 
But don't tell anyone I said this. Promise? Yes, sir, Mr. Biden. I won't tell a soul. You have my word. The truth is that if the Democrats were in power, we would do the same thing. You know we would. The difference is that only Fox News would say anything about it. All of the other channels and 99% of the newspapers would say it was a great idea to appoint a Supreme Court justice this close to an election. They'd love it. And that isn't malarkey either. I don't know how it happened or when, but the press and the rest of the media are all a bunch of really left-wing people now. They didn't used to be, but they are now. Some of them are even worse than Bernie and AOC. It's scary to even talk to some of them. And what a bunch of idiots they are. If the radical left ever takes over, where the hell do you think all the media people will be? I'll tell you where. In re-education camps, that's where. The radical mob running my campaign knows that. I hear them talk about it. They say the first thing you have to do to control people is to get rid of the free press. And that's what they want to do. And they say that after everyone at Fox News just disappears, poof, without a trace, they're going to find that weasel Jim Acosta. And they have a few things planned for him. Too bad, Jim. You thought you were going to be the Minister of Information. But that's not the way they see it. And in 2024, when AOC is president, then you'll see what they're really like. And it won't be pretty. Look. If I win this thing, and I should because people like me, they're going to attack me and they're going to try to make me do what they want, those people on the left. And I probably can't stop them because if I try, they'll get me on the 25th Amendment thing. And I wouldn't like that. So you're all going to be pretty much on your own. Sorry, but that's just the way it is. If you think that I'm going to make Bernie and AOC and the rest of the squad mad at me, you're nuts. I may only be a one-term president, but I'm going to do what I'm told. I just want to be happy sitting in the Oval Office, playing solitaire on the computer. Maybe if I'm good, they'll put up a statue of me, and they won't tear it down, or try to set it on fire. So that's the way it is. Sorry about that. Well, thanks for your time, Mr. Biden. I have to go now, but can I come back sometime and talk with you about some other things, like maybe the debate? Sure. I don't mind, as long as Bernie or AOC doesn't catch you on my lawn. They'll kick my butt if they find out. Don't worry, Mr. Biden. They'll never know. I promise. Okay, then you can come back some other time then. And don't step into that pile of dog crap on my lawn either. I need to show that to my neighbor. I've been saving it. He says that it isn't his dog that's leaving piles of poop all over my lawn, but I know it is. I think the guy's a Trump supporter. Okay, Mr. Biden, thanks again. Talk to you soon.